baby. I'm down. I don't know what to do with my life. I lost my job. My dog died. I just don't know what to do. Well, why don't you listen to that podcast that always cheers you up? Oh, you mean the Silver Emotion Podcast? Yeah, that's the one. Ladies, gentlemen, friends, and countrymen, welcome to the only podcast guaranteed to cure what ails without failing like the Holy Grail. Are you ready, you rats, motherfuckers? Because this is the Silver Emotion Podcast. It's time, once again, for another Silver Emulsion Podcast. My name is Will, and I will be your host. Uh, Today, I am going to be talking about uh, the debut film from Mr. Wong Kar-wai out of Hong Kong. Uh, And his his debut movie is a movie called As Tears Go By. And I don't know what just happened, but I lost uh, hearing. But it seems to be uh, continuing to record, so let's just uh, soldier on. So, <clears throat> so I'm going to be talking about As Tears Go By, the uh, uh, the first Wong Kar Wai movie, and then uh, I got a few more movies uh, on the back end. Uh, feedback for the week, I do not have any feedback. So I guess, uh, as they say, no news is good news. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that counts for feedback, but uh, I'll take it. I will say, um, last week I missed a little bit of feedback. And so I do want to say, um, uh, apologize to Uncle Jasper, who did send me a little note uh, about the the show opening that I did in Espanol. <laughs> Uh, he said, God damn, dude, that's how you open a fucking podcast. Seriously, man, I felt like I was tuned into Galavision for a second there. If you did a whole fucking podcast in Espanol, I would still listen to the whole thing. <laughs> and with the Heroes 2 music, too. That shit was so random, and it worked. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, it, it came to me, um, just, uh, out of the blue. I was thinking about, uh, how to do an intro, uh, cause I had an intro ready for what would have been the show that I missed. Uh, and then, 
um, I couldn't use that one because that one was uh, completely wrong for for a show of such length and girth. So I uh, I was brainstorming and and all of a sudden in my head, podcast gigante. <laughs> It just fucking popped in my head, and I thought, you know what, I gotta do something with that, and so uh, that's what I ended up with. So I'm glad you liked it. Hope everybody else liked it as well. Uh, so uh, as tears go by, it's gonna be the, sh- the thing. I said that this is now the third time I'm saying that. Let's see how many times I can say it before actually talking about the movie. <laughs> um, what else do I have to say at this part of the show? Um, I don't know. Let's just uh, get on with it. So, As Tears Go By is uh, the debut movie from Wong Kar Wai, as I have stated uh, numerous times. And this movie is uh, very good. I I haven't seen it since I was a youngin, somewhere in my teens. Um, I saw this movie, and I did not particularly care for it at that time. Um, Wong Kar Wai, very different than uh, the Hong Kong movies that I had been watching up to that point. Uh, it's it's in a lot a lot of ways different than almost any other Hong Kong movies. He's he's definitely got his own style and. Uh, feel and everything it's it's uh it's unique to him um it's not particularly fully formed in his first movie but it's uh what the fuck is that i move my head up and i hear like this in my headphones but i don't know if it's recording that huh weird that reminds me i recorded a first version of the the intro to this show but I was, I was uh, in the middle of making some food, and so I had this fucking uh, one of these timers, you know, going. <laughs> and it's you know, it's one of these timers that you just turn and go. And so I recorded the 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 intro, the first part of the intro, and I played it back to see if it came out. And I was just, I keep hearing this. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Is that in the song? <laughs> and it took me a long time to figure out, like, oh, this fucking thing. It, the mic picked it up for some reason. I get I get the impression that this mic, it's right up to my face uh, because it's a headset. Um, I, I, I'm under the impression that it's not picking up things uh, in front of me or to the side or whatever. But clearly it does. I mean, it gets this fucking chair. So anyway, I should know better, but I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Um, one of these days, I'm going to set up my my real uh, microphone and and get it going, and then I might be able to set up some kind of a thing where I can actually play some sounds or something live as as I'm recording. But I don't. I think I got enough shit to deal with without having to like queue up fucking dumb quotes and shit <laughs> come with me if you want to live get to the chopper it's hard to do it on this headset mic because I gotta do Arnold loud 
but I can't do it loud because I'll fucking blow this mic out. Anyway, I was talking about uh, As Tears Go By, uh, the debut movie from <laughs> Wong Kar Wai. <laughs> I'm just going to say that every fucking time. Um, so yeah, it was it's different than the movies that I had been previously exposed to. Um, that being said, the uh, As Tears Go By is, is kind of uh, a lot more straightforward and like it, it it's more classifiable as a hong kong movie than his other stuff like there's a there's a pretty defined storyline uh that's running through it um i remember hearing when when we were teenagers i remember hearing that like so and i don't remember like what the basis of this was and I did some minor searching for it and I didn't really see all right so uh the fucking mic just shut off and and I lost like a minute of recording because um that thing where I was saying that uh, I moved my head and I heard pop 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 it happened again and I was talking about it and then I looked up and I saw, hey, it's not recording anything. What the fuck? But I could still hear in my my ears, <laughs> in the whatever you call it, the fucking earphones. I could still hear in those. And usually, if if it disconnects, it it's everything. Everything's fucking dead. Um. So I don't know. Maybe uh. I won't get this recorded. I don't know. Alright, so anyway, let's get get back to the fucking uh, As Tears Go By, the uh, debut feature from Wong Kar Wai. <laughs> um, so, for a debut movie, it's pretty fucking impressive. Um, I don't think it's like a super, super great movie, especially... Like, considering where um, Wong Kar Wai would go with his other movies, um, which, as I remember, were better than this. Um, I, I, I haven't seen most of them since. I think I've seen Chunking Express a couple times since uh, I was a teenager. But then other than that, man, I haven't seen shit. So, uh, except for Grandmaster. I watched Grandmaster a few months ago. It's, I don't know, it's probably half a year ago now. Um, and I fucking loved that. Um, I watched the Hong Kong version. It was fucking great. It, it like, brought me back to that feeling that I had when I first saw Hong Kong movies. Really impressive. Um, and from what I understand, the Hong Kong version is, like, completely fucking, like edited in in a completely different way uh like there's a fight that's basically like the the fucking finale of the movie and in the u.s one it's like in the middle of the movie <laughs> like what the fuck okay and so now it, it once again cut me off and i'm not entirely sure why it's cutting me off i don't know why um there might be a short or something in the in the wire, I don't know. Um, I'm moving my head. I'm shaking it. Woo! 
having a party. Woo! <laughs> um, I don't know. So let's just uh, try to get this fucking going. Jesus Christ. As fucking troubles go by. Um, so as tears go by, the uh, debut feature from uh, Wong Kar Wai. It stars Andy Lau, the wonderful Hong Kong uh, fucking multifaceted uh, entertainment media superstar, Andy Lau, and uh, his love interest in the movie is Maggie Chung, who is uh, fucking fantastic in this movie. Uh, this is 1988, so it's right in the, like, fucking height of her career um and i just say that out of like sheer guessing it just seems like it would be uh she started in 84 so this is a few years in and she kept going pretty steady until about 94 and then she came back for a few movies uh since then so yeah but i mean I don't know, this this era is like she's in the Jackie Chan movies, like Project A, Police Story, I mean Project A Part 2, whatever. Um, she's in those, and then, you know, she's really getting famous. Anyway, what what really struck me about Magic, Maggie, Maggie <laughs> Chung, what really struck me about Maggie Chung, god damn it, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> okay. Maggie Chung in this movie like this is 88 Project A Part 2 is 87 and she's great in that movie and she's very fun in that movie and in the police story movies she's fun she kind of gets the shitty end of the stick in those movies um but uh her character in in as tears go by she, like, you would never get the idea that she's a great actress from those Jackie Chan movies. She's good in them, and she's fun, and she's funny, and she, you know, she's a, a good component of those movies. Um, but, like, there's not a lot of range in the character other than being a damsel in distress for Jackie to kind of fight for or like hide from or do some fucking you know it's it's pretty much like a lot of things in in jackie's movies where they exist just to set him up to do this or that or whatever and i say that completely out of love um for all of his movies i i'm a you know huge fan i don't need to prove it or anything but anyway um she is given a fully formed fucking person in As Tears Go By, and she not only knocks it out of the park and is fucking amazing in this movie, she fucking, like, doesn't even seem like the same person that's in. Okay, so I was cut off once again, this motherfucker. I don't know what the problem is, but maybe I will actually get my real mic going. Uh, that won't do this fucking bullshit on me. Uh, this is the first time this has ever done this, so I'm not entirely sure what the fuck is the problem. But whatever it is, fuck you, Mike. Come on, man. Damn, fool. Do you think this is a game, Holmes? 
<laughs> Once again, it's hard to do voices on this fucking thing because it's like, uh, I gotta let myself go to like really get into a voice, and I can't because this fucking thing is right in my face. It's like an inch from my mouth, so it's all. <laughs> Jesus, this is gonna be the worst podcast because it's just <laughs> start and stop. Um, so Mei Chung is fucking dope. Andy Lau, in in a similar way, like in, in when he's in an action movie or something, um, just doesn't get the range uh, that that this Wong Kar Wai movie uh, allows him, and so he really is great in this movie. Uh, the the other character that's uh, kind of a main character is Andy Lau's uh, friend. Um, He's more than a friend. He's like a sworn brother. Um, they don't even call him sworn brother. They just say he's my brother. But but I, there's various dialogue that makes me pretty pretty positive that that they're not actual brothers. They're just sworn like gangster butters, <laughs> gangster butters, <laughs> gangster brothers. Man, this is this is a fucking train wreck of a show. Jesus. Um, and after such a fun, like, <laughs> after such a good intro, I enjoyed that intro, and then just this fucking shit show follows that. Oh my god. Uh, well, <laughs> if you, <laughs> nobody's made it this far anyway, unless you're hardcore. So, yeah. Okay, whatever. I don't even know what I was talking about. Andy Lau. I was talking about Andy Lau. He's fucking dope. I, honest to God, I don't know what I was saying about him. Um, but it should be noted that 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 Wong Kar Wai kind of uh, became known for his collaboration with cinematographer Christopher Doyle. But Christopher Doyle does not join the team until uh, Wong Kar Wai's next movie. And it's trying to cut me off again. I hear the boop, 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 boop. But this time, it's still recording. So I think I dodged a uh, electronic bullet there. But anyway, um, the cinematographer on As Tears Go By is uh, one Andrew Lau. Not Andy Lau, but Andrew Lau. And Andrew Lau has uh, since gone on to direct a number of movies. He was directing movies ever since um, the early 90s. Uh, he made all of the Young and Dangerous movies. Or if not all of them, he made fucking six of them. <laughs> you know, he made a shitload of those. He made uh, Storm Riders. He made fucking Infernal Affairs. I think he co-directed that one, yeah. Um... Most recently, he made the Donnie Yen movie, Legend of the Fist, Return of Chen Zen, that I fucking hated. Um, he made The Guillotines, the remake of the Shaw Brothers movie, The Flying Guillotine, uh, which I watched about, I don't know, man, 15, 20 minutes of, uh, probably a, two or three months before I started the podcast, and I couldn't fucking watch it. It was so horrific. It was just... <laughs> the worst fucking CG and just 
yeah, it's fucking awful. I couldn't, I couldn't hang, couldn't hang. Um, and anyway, so he, he's a big director now. And, uh, at the time he was a cinematographer shooting all kinds of movies, um, starting with, um, Millionaire's Express was one of his first movies that he shot, uh, for Sam O'Hung. And we're still recording, so that's good. I just have to, like, keep my head fucking stationary. Just straight ahead. Don't move. <laughs> it's like, it's like a, a fucking RoboCop. Your move, creep. <laughs> I can't do a RoboCop voice. <laughs> but it's actually not my move. It's like, don't move. <laughs> uh, it's the shittiest RoboCop ever. I can walk like Robocop pretty good. I can do the fucking head turn. Oh, shit, I just turned my head. Fuck. <laughs> I was still recording it. We're good. We're good. But you know how you like... Uh... Oh, shit. It's, it's bop, 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 bopping. It's still going. All right, cool. <laughs> just fucking remain still. It's like a T-Rex. Can't move. <laughs> T-Rex is uh, going to see me if I move. Okay. Man, this is just... <laughs> <laughs> that was a wild show. Um, so anyway, what did I even talk about? I don't think I did. Um, I was going to talk about the third main actor, and I don't think I ever got to it. But the third main actor in the movie is uh, a guy called Jackie Chung, who is also a, one of these uh, big um, pop stars slash movie stars slash you know like just media fucking icon and he's fucking great in the movie as well really great performances from this movie um and what what really struck me about it this time was how it's it's pretty fucking timeless like it's made in the 80s but it doesn't really feel like an 80s movie it doesn't even feel like an 80s Hong Kong movie and as I as I mentioned before maybe it I don't remember if it got cut off or not but but it doesn't even really feel like a Hong Kong movie to me like like a traditional any kind of I mean there's there's a resemblance there because it's in Hong Kong and all that stuff but like the way it's shot the way characters interact, the way they talk, the way that the story plays out, just the way that the the action is handled, because there is a little bit of action in this, the way the violence is handled, like everything, the way, this whole style of the movie seems completely atypical to, to traditional Hong Kong filmmaking. And the movie did very well uh, critically at the Hong Kong Film Awards uh, that year. It won a fuckload of movies. It won Best Picture. It won Best Director. Uh, Jackie Chung, I believe, won for acting and a number of other awards, too. I think it won Best Cinematography and uh, Art Direction. Or I looked at it earlier, but I oh, I have it up right here. It won... Oh. Now it's, this says it didn't win. What the fuck was I looking at earlier? Maybe I was looking at... Uh, you know what? I must have been looking at the one for Days of Being Wild. I bet you that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. That's what it was. God damn it. So everything I... Just disregard everything I said. Um, as Tears Go By won for Jackie Chung 
Best Supporting Actor and Best Art Direction uh, by William Chang at the Hong Kong Film Awards. But it was nominated for a shitload like Best Movie, Best Director, uh, Best Actor, Best Actress. Uh, Alex Mann was also nominated for Supporting Actor. It was nominated for Cinematography, Editing, Film Score. You know, like it was a fucking lauded movie. And it did fairly well at the box office as well. Not super well, but but uh, good enough. Um, but another thing that I came in, a little, little tidbit, um, as tears go by, was the top grossing Wong Kar Wai movie in Hong Kong. Just, just, just on Hong Kong grosses. It was the number one box office movie for Wong Kar Wai all the way until the release of The Grand Master in 2013, I believe. Which is crazy, because he had, like, big fucking movies, like Chunking Express and Days of Being Wild is dope as shit. And, I mean, Fallen Angels, Chunking Express, I already said Chunking Express, Ashes of Time, fuck, man, I mean, come on, like, In the Mood for Love, 2046, all these, I mean, <laughs> I'm just gonna name all the Wonka White movies, um, so, <laughs> any other disjointed thoughts I have, well, like, because I was, I was thinking about when, when I was saying that, uh, it's different than Hong Kong stuff, um, at the time, like, this is, 88 is the same year that Dragons Forever and Police Story 2 came out, like, just in terms of things that I've seen relatively recently. Um, and I don't know how many other 88 Hong Kong movies I've seen, but but uh, Dragons Forever is a Sammo Hung movie, so it has its own little Sammo Hung look. Police Story has a Jackie Chan look and feel, and, and, and Wong Kar Wai has his own feel. Completely different. Anyway, I'm just fucking rambling about nothing now. Um, what's very striking about this movie is that it's kind of aimless, not in the way that like Fallen Angels is or something like that. I mean, I don't, it's been a long, long time since I've seen Fallen Angels and I do intend to work through the rest of Wong Kar Wai's stuff. Um, in the coming weeks and months or whatever. Um, but like, I, I remember Fallen Angels being sort of like, just like this tonal uh, fucking painting, <laughs> tonal painting of, of like emotions <laughs> and, and feelings. And like, I don't remember a whole lot of plot or anything like that. And you can see the, the, the roots of that style in As Tears Go By, but there is like a very defined plot as well. But it's interesting um, because the way the characters are constructed, uh, Andy Lau's character is sworn to, uh, sworn brother to Jackie Chung's character. And Jackie Chung is kind of like this fucking loser who's always fucking shit up, and Andy Lau always comes to his rescue. 
and so because they're sworn brothers and they've always been together and, and like Andy Lau's been taking care of this guy since they were little kids uh, they show a little flashback of that and so he's just uh, like he, he he's become so codependent with um, Jackie Chung uh, his fucking name is Fly in the movie so anyway I'll just say Jackie Chung but uh, so they're they're in like this codependent relationship where um, Jackie Chung is a loser and always fucking up, and he can never fail and then pick himself back up to like move forward past the failure. He's always just caught in this fucking failure because Andy Lau is coming to his rescue all the time and then on the other end of that Andy Lau can't fucking ever move forward or up in the ladder or do anything because he's always fucking shackled to taking care of Jackie uh taking care of Jackie Chung Jesus Christ it cut me off again I I had a good run on that one though so um just got to keep my head steady, I guess. Anyway, so so they're they're codependent, and then Maggie Chung's character comes in, and it comes into the onto the scene, as as we say as we say in the business. Uh, <laughs> she comes into the picture, and she upsets that very delicate uh, balance between the two. And so she's pulling Andy Lau towards her, and he becomes caught in the middle between them, t the two characters because he doesn't really, like, he wants to move forward, he wants to have a relationship, he wants to have a life, but he also is locked into this life. And so it's, it's interesting to see... Like, how is he going to get out of it? Is he not going to get out of it? It's not really a plot thing. It's more of a, um, it's, I don't want to say art house because the, the movie is very artful, but I wouldn't necessarily call it art house. Um, but it just, it, it's more of like a, a movie to make you think about the situations of these characters and like how you would respond and, um, how maybe you can learn from these these characters um, because like if you're in it you don't see it where you know like Andy Lau he's he's up in it and he 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 understands the basic dynamics of it but he can't take that step back and look and say oh this is what's going on, and I need to stop this because of this, or whatever. you know. But but as a viewer, we can. And so then uh, the next step of that would be to then take that and, and process it and and uh, put it to put it to use, if you can, or or to spread it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. Um, this fucking thing cutting off is really bugging me because now I'm all like I keep fucking looking up and then I'm moving my head and I don't know if it's going to cut off I don't know it's getting fucking late though Jesus Christ this thing kept oh Jesus anyway um the movie really hits its Wong Kar Wai stride um probably about halfway through 
when there's a montage set to a uh, Cantonese version of Take My Breath Away, the song that's in, I think, Top Gun? I don't know. I don't know who does it. Maybe I do, and I can't. I don't know. I, I don't know who does it, but uh, it's a great version, and it's uh, plays over this whole long scene, and it really... It kind of uh, shows where Wong Kar Wai would eventually go, like especially with like uh, Chunky Express. I don't remember pop songs coming into the other ones, but I'm sure they. Well, like Fallen Angels has that fucking Kazam Cool song. That shit's dope. But um, anyway, so that's uh, Ashes of Time. Ashes of fuck, fuck Jesus Christ! This is like the worst podcast. I just fucking everything up. That is. As tears go by, and then in my fucking notes, I have as years go by, and I almost fucking said as years go by. Jesus Christ. I hope this is entertaining to somebody. I hope you're fucking laughing at me. <laughs> because, um, you know, at least then it would be worthwhile. So, uh, that's as tears go by, the debut feature <laughs> from Wong Kar Wai. Uh, it's a good movie. It, I hadn't seen it in probably 20 years, and I was very glad to have seen it, and I definitely look forward to watching it again. And if you haven't seen it in a while, I would recommend watching it again. It's a good one. Um, and if you haven't seen it ever, uh, then just uh, fucking watch it, and and maybe this goddamn thing will stop cutting out on me, and I can uh, fucking do a fucking podcast. Jesus. Okay, so let's move on. Um, as tears go by. It's a good one. Next movie. God damn, I still have like three fucking movies to talk about, and this thing keeps cutting out on me. Ah, oh, fuck you. Okay, but the good thing is I did not take a single fucking note for any of these movies because... Why? Because I was lazy, for one. Uh, for two, I was just pretty much thoroughly enjoying them, and I kind of forgot to just, you know, I, I just, I don't know. Did, I just dug in and enjoyed them. So the first movie is an, uh, the, uh, a Sammo Hung film directed by Sammo Hung, starring Sammo Hung. And here we go. Bah, 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 bah. It's still recording. Okay, good. Um, it's called Pedicab Driver from 1989. And this movie was very hard to come by. Uh, it, it had never, as far as I know, it had never gotten a DVD release ever anywhere in the world, uh, legitimately, until Warner Archive put it out, I believe that was last year or even at the end of 2015. Uh, but in any case, they put out, they started up a little Golden Harvest line, and they currently have two, four, five, they currently have seven uh, movies out, and they haven't had a new movie come out in almost a year now. So I'm pretty much out of hope that they will release more, but they have some really great movies uh, uh, on their uh, under contract or whatever you want to call it um, that they licensed in perpetuity. So nobody can release DVDs of them unless they come through um, Warner Brothers, and they're kind of just basically hogging them and they have a lot of good stuff um a lot of sammo hung directed movies from this era um which those movies are are all hard to come by as well 
Um, they have uh, the fucking dope gangster movie that I was fortunate enough to see uh, in my teenage years, thanks to the wonders of uh, tape trading. Uh, a movie called Too Many Ways to Be Number One. They own the rights to that, and that movie is criminal, criminally underseen because, you know, most people aren't tape trading these days. Um, but anyway, Pedicab Driver is about Sammo Hung, and he drives a pedicab um, along with some buddies of his. And he's, like, his life... Okay, so I did it again, and so here we are. It's, um... I wonder what it could be. It's so weird. I didn't do... The only thing that I've done is that when I started this, I had that open, and now it's closed, and it's still doing it. And then I did get a new router. But I don't know why that would fucking interfere with anything. It's fucking stupid. I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, um, Sammo Hung is looking for love in all the wrong places. And um, there's a baker in this small... <sighs> there's a baker, okay, in this town. And he employs a bunch of uh, young ladies who are beautiful. And um, anyway, so, so one of them is the object of Sammo's desire. But the, the older uh, man who runs the bakery also uh, has, uh, has a, uh, a fancy on the same girl. So there's a little bit of a rivalry there. And um, at the same time, uh, one of Samo's pedicab driving friends also finds love with this girl that he meets uh, who's very beautiful and and he falls for her and he, they go out on many dates and they're big fucking you know they're 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 great together they love each other everything's great uh but then some shit happens and it's, uh, some serious shit has to go down there's a couple of dope fights and he, there we have it pedicab driver I'm trying to be fast, and I'm trying not to move my head, and uh, I, I kind of don't remember the specifics, to be honest. Um, but anyway, there is a fight in the middle of the movie where uh, Sammo Hung is, is on the run with the girl, and uh, he's trying to save her and help her out of this situation. And they're on the run. They're running from these guys who are chasing them. They end up uh, crashing through, like, I think a window or a door. Uh, so whatever. They crash through something. And then uh, I'm going to crash through this goddamn headphones if the fucking thing doesn't work. And there we go. Moving my head again. Okay. Well, maybe. I mean, because I didn't move my head before. And it's okay. Whatever. Let's fucking do this. Let's get this done. Um, anyway, they crash through the door, the door, the fucking window or whatever of this dojo, and the, the head of the dojo is Lau Kar Lung, wonderful choreographer, actor, uh, director, extraordinaire, uh, fucking one of the pillars of Hong Kong cinema, just like Sammo Hung, and so Sammo and Lau Kar Lung engage in a fucking amazing fight 
breathtaking, one of the best fights uh, that I've seen Samo do ever. It's a great fight. Um, I don't know if it's as good as, as the one in Twinkle Twinkle Lucky Stars with uh, Yasuaki Karata, uh, where, where uh, Samo pulls out the tennis rackets, but it's pretty fucking good. I'd have to watch that one again, honestly, now that I've seen this one and compare the two. I should probably watch the fights back-to-back -back and then I could tell, but anyway, whatever. Um, anyway, it's a great fucking fight. And then there's there's not a whole lot of action in this movie. It's more of a drama than an action movie. Um, but there's 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 action all throughout here and there, but the the... the the chase that leads to the Lao Karlong fight, and then like a finale is really the the big like action sequences, and they're both fan fucking tastic. Um, so I highly recommend Pedicab Driver. It is now readily available from the Warner Archive, and um, they they do specials sometimes. Like I know I got some of these Golden Harvest ones for eleven bucks each they're usually like 20 or something like that but anyway um so that's dope petty grab petty crab <laughs> just imagine sammo with fucking crab claws <laughs> uh petty crab driver is a great fucking movie i loved it i loved it i loved it um it's one of sammo's best movies in terms of of bringing together action, um, stunts, martial arts, all of those things um, together with humor, because there's a lot of really funny stuff throughout the movie, and then really hard-hitting drama. Like, in a way, this movie is kind of like a, a next step from the Jackie Chan uh, movie that Sammo directed, Heart of Dragon or Heart of the Dragon, whatever. I don't know what the actual... I think the original title is Heart of Dragon. Anyway, so that one's like more mostly drama, and then there's a, a little bit of fights. They actually filmed a couple of fights that they cut out in that movie. Um, and both of those fights are fucking great, too. They're, they're available. Anyway, I'm really going off the rails, but uh, Pedicab Driver, easily one of Samo's best-directed movies, and it brings all of the elements together really well. It's engaging dramatically as well as actionally. <laughs> uh, so yeah, fucking watch it. It's dope. Next movie on uh, the list here of things that I watched is uh, the next movie uh, in the, the series of Westerns uh, directed by Bud Bedecker and starring uh, Randolph Scott. I watched Buchanan Rides Alone. And Buchanan Rides Alone is a fucking great movie. I liked it a lot more than Decision at Sundown, but not as much as Tall T or uh, what's the other one? Seven Men from Now. Just if you know if you're keeping a scorecard at home, uh, make sure to write that down. That'll be on the test later. <laughs> anyway, Buchanan Rides Alone. Randolph Scott is fucking awesome. He rides into this town that's on the border between Texas and Mexico. And this town is run by, like, this fucking family, 
basically the this brother runs the fucking inn. Uh, this brother runs the saloon. This other brother is the sheriff. And they're all like, you know, the other guy is the fucking mayor. And they all run this fucking town. The town is named after them. It's just they they run it however they want to run it. And so uh, shit happens where one of their sons one of the the townspeople families sons is is killed and so they're gonna put the uh the guy who did it on trial well they're gonna hang him first and then and then i don't some shit happened and they're like oh we gotta not hang him right away anyway they they implicate randolph scott's character uh buchanan uh with the guy they say that it's a uh they they were like working together or whatever um and so then they have to get out of it and it's a great movie it's hard to describe really and make it sound exciting but one of the great things about these bud bedeker westerns uh this is 1958 is they're essentially low budget movies and they're made with a lot of skill because bud bedeker is a great director um but the the main thing that really strikes me about all of these bud bedeker movies is that they're written so well they're written just exceptionally well the uh the scenarios that the the movies are made up of the the storylines everything is real unique it doesn't feel like some rehashed Western plotline that I've seen many times before, like a lot of the more mainstream Westerns do. Everyone is unique and very engaging. Um, so I highly, 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 I highly recommend uh, checking these movies out if you're at all interested in westerns because they are fucking great. Um, and I had another thing to say about those movies, but I don't remember what it was. But... Where's Lou hiding the kid? What are you talking about? I don't know what this... I don't know nothing. No, that's not it. Um, it was something like... When I finish this, I'm going to kill you. Now, that's just Jim Dandy, son. But in the meantime, would you mind bringing me my steak? No, that's not it. I, I, I honestly had something to remember. or I had something to say, but I don't remember. I'm getting really tired, if you, if you can't tell. Uh, it's currently 1 a.m. I usually go to bed a little bit earlier than this. All right, so what do I have? One more movie? Fuck it, let's power through. Uh, let's do this. Last movie. Japanese movie from 1968. Um, if you listened to the episode where I talked about the X from outer space, uh, you'll, 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 uh, get a fucking new mic because the thing keeps shorting out. <laughs> um, I really wish I could know what the fuck is causing all this. Anyway, um... The X from Outer Space was made by a company called Shochiku, and uh, as I mentioned in in that episode, 
it's part of a box set uh, when they they made a few genre movies and so the second one uh, in the set I watched and that movie is called Goke Body Snatcher from Hell and before you get too excited um, hell is a very loose term in this sense um, it would be much more appropriate if they said Goke Body Snatcher from outer space but uh, <laughs> Body Snatcher from Hell sounds a lot better and I have a sneaking suspicion that that is the US title and not the translation of the Japanese title but I didn't look and I'm not gonna look now because I'm trying to do this without it shorting out a bunch so Goke is a really fun movie it much more so than X from Outer Space. Uh, it's it's a much more well-made movie, and it's much more of a horror movie. So basically, there's these aliens, and uh, well, before there's aliens, there's a plane. The movie opens with this plane. It's flying through space. It's like a commercial passenger plane. And the plane is flying from somewhere to somewhere else. I don't remember. And uh, a fucking flying saucer comes out and like buzzes, it comes like at the fucking windshield of the plane and then buzzes over the plane. But it causes all the gadgets and the doohickeys and whatever to all go kaflooey. And then, uh, <laughs> and then the plane goes kaput in the ground. <laughs> um, and so now there's a the plane crash and some people die, some people live. So there's a few people that are still alive. And then, um, so now they don't have any food, they don't have any water, they're all fucked. And a couple of, okay, something just fucked up again. Okay. I think I lost some of that. Okay. Okay, so a couple of these... Uh, survivors go to check out the flying saucer and it's amazing it's like this fucking hot orange glow and <laughs> that doesn't even make any sense the, the, the spaceship is glowing really bright and I posted a picture of it on Twitter uh, a few days ago so if you you aren't so inclined to go check it out on my Twitter uh, the, the, this guy walks up to the ship and the ship opens he goes inside and this fucking like silver goo <laughs> um, kind of uh, slowly makes its way towards him and uh, like this big fucking uh, wound in his forehead that kind of resembles a vagina opens up and this this uh, silver sludgy slime thing creature uh, cr climbs up the guy's body and and goes inside of the hole at the center of this uh, wound vagina 
and it it fucking looks great fantastic effects and and the ship at the outside ship where it's all glowing orange and this guy's walking towards it amazing imagery fucking great stuff um and so then anyway this guy gets it's uh possessed or, or he's the host for this this alien creature um and then he goes and he's, he's killing uh, the rest of the survivors basically it's it's not quite it's not like a slasher but that it makes it sound like a slasher but it's it's not it's it's a little more slow and like thoughtful than that but it's also uh very entertaining and uh it's not long either it's it's a super fun movie um, so, so man, I'm fucking beat. So I'm just gonna call it there. It's a good movie. If you have a chance to see it, I would definitely recommend uh, Go K Body Snatcher from Hell. And so that's the show. Um, coming up next week on the site, I will have no reviews. I don't think Steven's gonna have a review. And so it's just going to be this podcast. I hope you can make it through the week without uh, any new content from me. Um, I know it'll be hard, but uh, you just need to power through. And, uh, you know, this will be like uh, your my struggle with, with the, the mic that's shorting out. You know, you might think that your life is shorting out. And the things that you hold dear and that you uh, depend on week to week to be there for you, you feel like they're shorting out on you. Are they going to be here later? Uh, and I'm here to say yes. They will be um, back in action next week. <laughs> um, so look out for them. And uh, <laughs> until next week. Um, my name will continue to be Will, and I will continue to be your host for the entire week. <laughs> Just think of me like a little angel and a devil on your shoulders, and I will help you through uh, whatever uh, <laughs> plagues you during the day or during the night. If you, you know, I'm on call 24-7. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm so tired. Uh, anyway... Thank you for listening. I appreciate it greatly if you have made it this far and you are continuing to listen. Um, if, if you would like, please send a feedback in uh, about any of the movies that I talked about or uh, any questions, comments about anything, really. Uh, anything. You know, you wanna, want to uh, recommend a movie. You want to say, hey, can you watch this and talk about it? Uh, that can be done. Um, I'd prefer, to be honest, I'd prefer <laughs> not to be uh, given more movies to watch because I have uh, plenty of stuff. But it might be fun uh, to do that. I don't know. Depends on what you say uh, to watch. Anyway, that's the show. Uh, I'll talk to you later. And uh, adios. <laughs>